Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I'm all right. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> Talk to me, what's I'm wrong? I'm tired. I've had multiple days of very little sleep, despite oh, no. going to bed really early. Um, so a I'm lot just, of tossing like, and turning. Exactly that. Like a lot of like, I'll wake up and then I'll like back to sleep and then I wake up again and I'm back to sleep, wake up again. So it's yeah. the worst, just... restless sleep. And then it just yeah. kills you for the rest of the day, doesn't it? Yeah, now it's been multiple days in a row. So if you catch me in a mental hospital next week, that's why. <laughs> I'm at the end of my corner. tether. Yeah. How are you, Bob? All right? Really good, thank you, babe. Really good. What's been going down? What's been going down? I literally just you got a bit of a tan. Do I? I yeah. think it's the lighting. Oh, okay, fine. I, um... Every day we had last, was it last week? Whenever there's a little bit of sun and whenever I'm free, I try and sit in the garden for a little bit. Um, before you know it. Before you know it. But, you know, it's one of them things where even though to look at the sky, it doesn't look particularly hot. And obviously it's not one of them you're going to lay on a lounger and get like the cream out. True. It still feels really muggy in the air. Yeah, it's not nice. I wore jeans to work today and I was sweating on the way in and it's only 21. (laughs) It's not even that hot. (laughs) It's weird weather though, isn't it? Mm. Because I thought it was going to be really cold. So I wore trousers to the gym and um, instantly, by the time I got out of the car, I was like, oh, I feel like clammo. Yeah. But, uh, lovely, oh, clavy yeah, Bobby. Lovely. What a way to start the show, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have we have a, we are doing our show a little bit differently today. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of uh, news at the top of the show, and then we're going to end the show with some news. Um, but we have some very exciting guests. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We've um we've uh we've got Kitty Scott Claus, who's um been on the show before, uh, former Drag Race uh, UK contestant turned. Master Chef, celebrity Master Chef extraordinaire. I want to ask her. She's the only one that has to perform in 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 an outfit. You know, she's in full drag. The rest of them just turn up. So um, I want to ask her about what it's like working in a kitchen with you know John Tarrod and Greg Wallace while you're in full makeup and hair, and everyone else is just We've locked got a up in massive wig on. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, everyone else is just in the gym gear. Yeah. You know? So. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I want to ask her about well, that's that. That's a and, good point, actually. Yeah. And then um, and then from uh, Towie, new cast member, Junaid Ahmed, um, is is on to talk, I guess, about all things Towie. Uh, something you don't know anything about anymore, do you, Bob? <laughs> so uh, you're far departed from, from the show. So, I um, still get all the tea. Don't you worry about that. I'm sure. That. I'm sure you do. But to kick us off, I thought, you know, it's me. I do like a little bit of politics. Uh, we've got a new Prime Minister, Prime Minister Liz Truss. This isn't our normal showbiz talk, obs, but um, I'm obsessed, so I don't care. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts? Any thoughts? Any at all? Well, I mean, you far know more about politics than I do. But, and I don't know the ins and outs, because I weren't sure if it was going to be down to us voting between the final two. But for me, you know, there was still that whole sat there waiting for it to be announced. I thought it was like a foregone conclusion because it felt like for five or six days prior to being announced, it was just like a given it was going to be her. And even yeah. I took that from news and media, who who knows very little about mm. politics. Um, yeah, I think you're right. So I wasn't kind of sure what, why there was still the the wait, unless it was like crossing the, what's it called? Crossing the T's and dotting the, the I's. I's. Yeah. It's just good that we've got someone at the minute. <laughs> I think now that 
but no shade to Boris, but I think since it was kind of announced that he was on his way out, everyone kept going, oh, we can't do anything about this till we've got a new Prime Minister. We can't do anything about that. Well, we've got someone now. So, Lizzie, babes, let, let's, let's, get, on let's with it. get to work. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? What's your thoughts? Are you glad it's her? Um, well... i kind of like you i'm glad it's somebody because somebody needs to take charge it's obviously like uh quite a lot going on in the world at the moment and it's a bit of a bit of a shitstorm to have no one who's sort of there to work out a solution when you see things like people people that owns like small tiny little restaurants whose electricity bill has gone from two thousand pounds a year to Twenty-two thousand pounds a year, or it was would would do yeah. next year more than they were even paying in, uh, you know, business charges, like uh, or rent even in some cases, yeah. like like it's not sustainable. Do people? That's not it's not an option. There has to be a a solution found to that problem. Um, so in a way, I'm glad. I think I've, I Martin Lewis, you know, the money man who does sort of GMB and stuff. Sometimes he was saying that. It almost doesn't matter how we get to a solution with it. There just needs to be one. So whether it's through windfall taxes or all the things they're talking about. So, yeah, I've, I think I'm glad that at least we're getting, we're moving forward on that. Um, as for her personally, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, even if Larry the cat had took it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was like, just someone do something. Like, we yeah. are in a situation that I feel like, well, I feel like the word unprecedented has just been so used in the last two and a half years. But it is. Like, like you say, it, it's just every month there feels like there's something. And this is just, and the knock-on effect for this, but for small, well, for everyone, I'm just small businesses. I think yes. everyone's noticing it, even down to your weekly shop. Do you know what I mean? There's certain, obviously you don't know everything by certain price, but there's certain items, especially if you pick it up a couple of times a week. Yeah. Things are going up dramatically. Um, and I don't really? know if the Prime Minister can do anything about the, the cost of like bottled water and Cravendale and stuff. But, but something's got to be done. Yeah. Surely. I th- you, you'd think, right, there has to be some sort of um, solution. I don't know about inflation. I don't know who, I don't really understand it. <laughs> Energy, something needs to be done with that. Though. Yeah. Where are we going to be if all these businesses can't carry on? Yeah, I mean, exactly. people are worried about their own homes, which we're all in that situation. But it's like you forget that there's businesses that have to obviously put their lights on, put their heating on. Like, yeah, it's, yes, it's it's completely like unsustainable, unprecedented, like you say. So at least we've got someone in charge to do that. We people need to should... get her on access all areas. That's yeah, what we need. I am well up for a little chat with Liz Truss, Keir Starmer, any of them really. Get them um, all on. That want to chat. Um, I'm pretty sure Keir Starmer is their local MP for where the stu- food bar studios are. You know, maybe it's a one day. You know, I did actually want to interview David Cameron. Did you? Um, what was he like? Uh, he wasn't actually the leader of the Conservatives at the time. I've just been told it's Emily Thornbury, but she's she's really good value as well. I'll take her. Um, he was a little bit smarmy, not going to lie. Just got a bit of like an... Didn't get a nice vibe from him. Not really, no. You know, like when, when you meet someone's parents when you're like in, in school and the dad's a bit too busy for you. Couldn't, didn't really want it. Just a bit like, hello, 
Like it was a bit like that. Um, yes. So I don't know. It wasn't wasn't really my cup of tea. Um, Would you have rather it been Liz? Out of the two, it was down to Liz and Rishi. I feel like well, Rishi's a billionaire, right? So I don't know how down with the people he really is. I think at least Liz has got you know she's got she's comes from a fairly normal background. I don't know. Maybe she can find some solutions to problems. Yeah, I don't know. And she's only 47, which isn't that old, really, is it? For no, a, not at all. For a, for a leader of a country. Um, Do you know what, though? Like, if she can make things a little bit easier for everyone and can just sort something out, because, well, like we say, <laughs> something's got to be done here, because... It, it, I mean, we're half laughing about it, but it ain't funny. It's actually only going to get worse, isn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. And how does it all work? Does she... Because I know there's been, like, rumours saying she's going to... She's going to try and freeze energy prices. Yeah, I think we're all going to find this out tomorrow, by which time this show will have aired. So um, we, um, I think it's a bit unclear. But yes, that's one of the options. She could also ask the companies to pay loads of money from their profits, which are literally like highest than, they, than they've ever been from like these um, energy companies. But so so, she says she don't want to do that. Um, exactly, she don't want no. to stop people investing or something. Yeah, it's all a bit, it's all a bit. I don't know. So what's what about... We've got very political, aren't we? I know. Um... We're normally talking about a Kardashian. <laughs> Look at us. We're so sophisticated, babe. Sometimes these things change. But, um, well, we'll talk more <laughs> celeb news at the end of the show because, excellently, Kitty is here and a few minutes early. So um, let's, let's, get, let's get Kitty in for a chat. Hi. Hello, Thanks. babe. Hey. Hi, Bob. How's it going? Yeah, good, thank you, darling. You? I'm good, thank you. I'm really good. Thank you for seeing me. No, thank you so much for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. You are a busy lady, so we're not going to keep you any longer than we need to. Oh, uh, bless you. Because you're you're getting ready to go and perform somewhere tonight, is that right? Yeah, we're in Newcastle at the moment. Stunning. What's it like? Do you actually get to see the cities when you're there? Um, so we've had two days off. So we've had two oh. days in Newcastle, so it's all right. We get to like see a bit. But this thing's horrible. Dressing rooms are wild. City Hall, I think. Oh, okay. Well, we won't be going there on our tour then, Bob. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a night out since you've been up there, though? Yeah, we did. First night, we were um, in the yard, and then we were in, what's the other one called? Like, Rusty's or something? Oh, fun. I got, I got so drunk. I, I'm, normally, I'm quite good. I'm normably quite, like, well-behaved, but I got messy. Were you in drag, or was this no, out of oh. drag? <laughs> 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 so obviously you've been um we've been seeing you a bit more on our tellies recently haven't we um you have master chef what was that like oh honestly it was the most fun do you know i so i at the same time as doing master chef i was in a play in the west end so i was doing master chef in the days <laughs> and then and then i was doing uh death drop in the evening so it was it was crazy scheduling wise but it was the most fun. It, I had such a laugh doing it. And obviously I went into MasterChef being like a complete novice. I was like, I don't know anything about cooking. I'm so rubbish at it. I don't cook ever, but I want to learn. And like, mm. I think <laughs> that's what comes across that I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know what's... And as well, everyone else there was so, so good. I remember being like, I'm like, so like miles behind everyone else here. But I, I, I had a willingness to learn. And I think that's what... Got me and through that, to the semi-finals. And that's half of it. But, so what was kind of your level of cooking before you did it? What would If you was going to rustle up and try and impress someone, what's the best you could do? I'd 
go on the phone and order off Deliveroo. <laughs> Who has time? Who has time to be like like slaving away over the cooker and everything? Also, I think it doesn't really, it's not really like conducive with like a drag queen's lifestyle to be like, yeah, let true. me whip up like, oh, I'm going to have friends around and I'm going to be cooking. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, that was never on the cards. They asked me on like the first episode, they were like, what do you cook for like when you host a dinner party? And I was like, I don't host dinner parties because I'm not 50. <laughs> Who hosts dinner parties? And if they do, get the caterers in. Yeah, that's fair. the thing about MasterChef. I think that's so scary because you, you watch it and you see people go, "Oh, I'm going to do a row." Well, how the fuck do you know how to even make a row? Like, there's certain things I love to cook, but like, I can nothing to do with fish. I no, oh my god, no, never. so I couldn't debone a fish. You see, when people pull out like a, a flounder and they rip <laughs> its spine out and all this, I'm like, where do you begin? Like, I can do a steak at best. That was me. That was me. I literally went into it being like, I know how to make toast and I can make like <laughs> a chip butty. I can make a chip butty. Oh, that's yeah. The bread. bread. You're all over the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about the bread. <laughs> bit of ketchup. Stunning times. But no, honestly, it was just like, I've got no, no idea how to make these things. And also, I think when you're in there in the kitchen, for me, at least, any common sense you have goes out the window. So like, when they they like when it's the invention tests and they'll be like, um, you've got so I had a fish and it was like what would you have with fish? I was like I can't remember I don't know what you have with fish. Chips. It could be anything. No, but I was literally like I was so baffled by the fact they just had a fish in front of me that I was like I don't know what to do with it. I do not know, <laughs> honestly. And there's like ingredient like all the ingredients you can imagine. And I'm still there like what do you have with fish? <laughs> and I try to make. And like, I guess you don't have your phone fish. with you. Or no. Like so you oh, can't Google. How competitive, how are the other celebs there? Are they the ones that you always get behind the scenes that are uber, like, competitive? They, like, I'm going to win this and, like, yeah, something. Yeah, there's definitely, like, like, Leslie Joseph. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leslie. Leslie's the most competitive one there. I don't even think that. Yeah, exactly, she, yeah. yeah. She's gone. Uh, uh, but no, <laughs> literally, everyone there was, everyone there was there because they loved it and they loved <clears> the show and it was just... Yeah, we had so much fun doing it. And I think, like, for me, at least, I was... I mean, I'm not a very competitive person in the world. Like, I'm literally probably the least competitive person I know. And I was literally just there, like, well, I'm having fun. And that's that's what's most important to me. If I cook something that's edible, that's even better. But I like I improved my skills so much there. Like, I still... I've, I've got to be honest, I've never hosted a dinner party in my life. But, and I probably w- will not. Because going out is so easy. Why would you? Yeah, not the things you want to hear from a master. There's a cost. There's a cost of living crisis, Kitty. What, cost of living go, crisis. You can't be going out for dinner every night. I well, <laughs> I'm on tour at the moment. I'm not excuse. Do you know what though? It's really cute. So we when we're away at the moment. We're up in Newcastle, and um, so all the other queens from my season, we've all been watching it. Like everyone's been like, okay, we'll be around to Kitty's hotel room, oh, and we'll cute. put it on, and then we all watch it together on like my little Mac, and then we just say like. Ooh, in my head, I'm like, I'm awful. This is going to be a joke. They're going to be like, what the hell have you cooked? But what, uh, what about the fact you had to do yours in drag? I mean, like, that is, adds an extra level of... Well, I imagine you get quite hot under the wig. And <laughs> Oh, I know. But you know what? Botox is a wonderful thing. It stops you sweating, doesn't it? So I'm absolutely fine. The funniest thing I find is that, like, people online are like, 
why is Kitty doing it in drag? And it's like, because if I wasn't in drag, you'd literally be like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, why? She, an actor doesn't come on. And I love that people are like, she's playing a character. I'm like, no, this is literally me. I'm just like that all the time, babes. <laughs> in terms of watching it back compared to Drag Race, how is MasterChef edited? Is it very true to life? Obviously, things are going to get cut all the time. But yeah. when you watch it back, are you happy with it? Oh, so, so happy. So happy. I literally, like, it, it's... I remember going into it thinking, like, right, I've done reality TV before. I know how this works. La, 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 la. But obviously, RuPaul's Drag Race and MasterChef are very different. And so you don't need bit. to be there. Like, do you know what I mean? I was there, like, flagging off people's dishes, being like, oh, they're doing very fancy dishes, aren't they? Oh, a bit pretentious. And meanwhile, I'm trying to, like, mash potato. Like, <laughs> And they were literally like, you don't need to do that here. We're not on Drag Race anymore. You don't need to, like, come for the other girls' food. I'm like, OK, sure. <laughs> Where was the boss? I was like, I'm going to be in the lip sync. I'm going to be in the lip sync for my life. <laughs> How, how have you seen um, the trailer for series four of Drag Race? I have. Okay. It announced today, didn't it? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Look amazing. Do you know any of them? I do. Do you know the drag scene is so small that everyone yeah, sort no, of knows everyone. everyone. And also, like that's the thing. Like when twelve people all go offline at the same time, yeah. it's like, hmm, it's a bit wonder like... what they could be doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a bit sus. So um, yeah, but I know I know loads of the girls. I know like most of them. I think I've met all of them now. But um, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be fantastic. So from the ones you know, like say you know most of them, I mean, obviously mm. we, we've not seen any of it yet. It's only just been announced. Who would your yeah. early money be on from the people you know and knowing oh. how the show works now? Who are you backing? Yeah. Well, I love Baby. I love Baby. She's incredible. East London Queen. I love Pixie Polite. I love Sminty. I love Danny Beers and Cheddar. I love LaPhil. I met LaPhil at Mighty Hoopla and so she was just gorgeous. So, so sweet, so kind and so lovely. I was like, what a queen. What I, so I really, I'm really back in her. You know, just May, just May, Copper Top, all of them. I love all of them. Think, it's got to be a strong series. Yeah, it will be. These girls are incredible. They mean business. And as well, like this is the fourth time now we've had a UK drag race. People know the game. We want the drama. I want to see fireworks yeah people ain't fucking about no more <laughs> nah not yeah. season three anymore babe <laughs> i need to play games <laughs> well that's and because that was the third season was probably a little bit was everyone was really kind of nice wasn't it and it was almost yeah. like because it was like post lockdown everyone was still sort of a bit sensitive maybe now come on we're back we're back yeah. with it the gloves are off. Come on, yeah. girls, give us a show. No, that's that, it's so true. Like, I think this is what annoyed the producers on my season. So season three, they were like, you all get on. Like, there's no <laughs> drama. And like, if there was, it would be like, oh, so-and-so took a sip out of my drink. We're meant to be COVID and not. It was like, all the drama was so, like, nothing that it was just like, okay, sure. But no, I, so I'm, I'm very excited for season four. Bring it on. Is there ever, like, a slight sense of, like, not jealousy, that's not the right word, but like, oh, well, now my series isn't really over now that the new series is like, you know, there's a whole new bunch of queens. Oh, my God, no. Do you know what? We were talking about this this morning on the tour bus. We were all like, well, that's it now. We're old news. But <laughs> I think, like, you've just got to be sure in yourself and know that, like, what you're doing, like, the work I'm doing now, I'm like, this is incredible. I'm so grateful to Drag Race for the opportunity and for every opportunity I've had since the show. Like, who'd have thought I would have done Celebrity Masterchef? Never in a million years. 
I never thought that was going to happen. So yeah, it's just like, I know it's just like, we just wish them well and they're going to smash it. And yeah, I'll still be knocking around. Don't worry, I ain't going anywhere. Well, and that's the good thing with Drag Race now as well. There's so many variations around the world and different kinds of ones. You never know when you might be invited back. I know, honestly, there's all these rumours going around of everything and everything. And it's just like, we could be called back at any time. Who knows? Maybe I'm maybe I'm going to be on All Stars. What's the American one? But I'm not a winner, so I wouldn't be on that one, would I? Oh, you could I be don't... on Versus the World or one of those ones. Maybe, oh, yeah, if they one do of that them, again, yeah. Or... Well, they've done the UK one, haven't they? So it just depends where it goes next. So, yeah. Who would knows? Would do it again if the call came in? Absolutely. I loved it. I had so much fun doing it the first time around. And, yeah, I'd jump at the chance. I mean, it is an amazing thing because it doesn't always work like that for everyone. But obviously for you, it was it was uh, it was a very big deal and it went very well for you. you I know <laughs> a lot of sad girls in the cast. Oh, dear <laughs> me. Stop, then I will just be better then. <laughs> How, um, so what can uh, you're, you're in Newcastle tonight. How much longer have you got left of the tour? Uh, so we are touring until the middle of October. So oh, it's so a long time. Bit. Yeah, it's another six weeks or so. Um, and then we're going up to Scotland tomorrow. And we're doing three dates in Scotland, then back down to, I think, Blackpool. So we really are, in the words of Rachel from X Factor, we're going around the sounds and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, and you're, are you doing some Christmas thing? With, yes. With, oh, my yeah. God. So... Me and Ella, Ella the Day, who was also the runner-up from my season of Drag Race, mm-hmm. um, we are doing a tour called Kitty and Ella's Christmas Cracker. And Cute. it's going to be touring all over. It's going to be fantastic. We've got some amazing special guests and some really silly Christmas numbers. Who knows? You might even do Hates It's Christmas. Yes. Like, it's all very much to play for. So, yeah, people should get their tickets. Oh, we yeah, well up for that. Me and Stephen will have to come along. Oh, come, come, come. I'll put you out. Oh, yeah. Get, get, a, little, get a little press night going, babe. We'll come down. Yeah, gorge. <laughs> uh, well, Kitty, thank you so much for joining us. I know you've got to go and finish getting ready. Well, you look pretty finished to me, but I mean, I don't know. Oh, like, thank God. Flawless. Bits, bits and bobs to get done. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And best of luck with the rest of the tour and with MasterChef, which we'll be watching keenly. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Nice Take to care, see you. darling. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Well, I, that was lovely to speak to to Kitty again. Um, and, yeah, I mean, she seems like a very, very busy beat. Bob, have you ever done drag? Not properly. Um, I did dress up in drag-ish. I've done the tuck. When I did Celebrity Coach Trip, um, where was we? I think we was in Sitches. Oh, yeah. Um, and we went to a Famous drag Famous gay, gay, yeah, gay scene in there. Spain. Yeah. Um, shocker. <laughs> yeah, loved it there. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to a, a gay bar and uh, one of the challenges or tasks, whatever they call it, was mm. to do drag. Um, so, yeah, ish. I think I was called Tracy. It was a barmaid from Essex. Oh, okay, very like birds of a feather vibe. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, got, in... got to be a Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a tuck though, is that difficult? I've never. I did... saw. It is, was, it it was... is it Tate? Is it taped? It is, isn't it? I, I didn't tape. So I did. Yeah, maybe I didn't do the full tucks. I didn't tape mm-hmm. the old boy down. But I kind of did the old pop him up and between the back. yeah 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 uh, not the most comfortable of things but, yeah because um, imagine the thing is is doing that and then also like walking around 
<laughs> in heels. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems a bit much. I reckon it probably becomes more comfortable the more you do it. But the, the sensation at first of kind of yeah <clears> putting, <throat> them, putting them up in you. Is, yeah. Uh, not yeah, that. Put not the knees up. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, not me, <made> babes. <laughs> I um. I've done it once. Um. Not like properly, but for a friend's birthday party. I was a little bit skinnier at the time. I dressed up as Victoria Beckham. I had a pencil skirt, Love like right, that. right up to like here, like a white shirt, like massive boobs. It was kind of like you know when she was in her like American era when she first moved, oh, had, like yeah, blonde yeah, hair. Yeah. It was like that. And I had these absolutely huge, really ugly heels on because they were the only ones we could find in a size 10. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was, it was quite Vicky fun. Vicky it up. Yeah, I did get made up once um, when I went to OK Magazine by like a drag artist for some social media thing. But I had to take it down because I got so much hate. <laughs> I really... Well, I saw you, it was only last Halloween. Was it Halloween or you did a fancy dress? That's true. You a cheerleader. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. And you got some good legs on your sleeve then. Babes, look, you know, it's the one thing I do have. So, um, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe next year, maybe, well, next year, we next month now. Next to, month, get the pins look, out. Yeah, get the pins out. We'll see We'll see what's um, what's happening. Um, right. Yeah, Vicky B, the comeback. I'm sure the world, the world is desperately waiting. Um, right, well, um, our second guest, uh, Junid, is here. So let's get him in and talk all things the only way is Essex, because I can't do it with you anymore, Bob. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? All right? All right, Bob. How are you? Really good, thank you. You? Yeah, good. Lovely to see you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with this because this is like passing on the Towie baton. <laughs> How are you doing, Judith? All right. Yeah, all good. All good. Thank you. Yeah, all good. Tell us a little bit about what it's like to join like one of the most iconic reality <laughs> TV shows, The Only Way in Essex. I mean, do you know what? Like, like, I've known Bobby for years and Bobby will know how much I've wanted to come on the show for years. So do you know what? It is an amazing opportunity that I've wanted for a very long time. And I'm just so grateful and I'm absolutely loving it. I can't honestly complain. Absolutely love every single minute of it. The drama, the tears, the lot. It's, it's just great fun. And it's something, yeah, um, I just, I can't complain. So let's talk drama. Obviously, let's have it right. Tower is Tower. And it wouldn't be Tower without the drama. Yeah. So this series is already pre-recorded now, isn't it? So it's yeah. all wrapped, all done. So yeah. what is there to what can we expect drama-wise? Is there is there some bombs to come? I mean, the series started obviously with a massive bomb in the first two episodes already. Um, in the episode that's just gone on Sunday, where you see the next time, it's obviously my big blow up with Amber. So that's kind of one of the big dramas coming next week. And do you know what? There's just so much drama in this series. I mean, I'm involved in quite a few bits and bobs and I'm like, okay, let's just crack on. But it's just, yeah, there's a lot of drama to come this series. And I think... It's exciting as well because there's just so much change that's happened and especially for myself as well like prior to being on the show I was in the girl band essentially and now coming onto the show I'm in a different group so there's a lot that people will see and the viewers will see which is exciting but obviously I've had to live and breathe it all for the last three months so it's quite nice to be away from filming and just now watch it unravel so I'm excited to see what comes. So what is the drums with you and Amber? 
So obviously me and Amber were really good friends and have been for so many years. Like we would go on holiday together, nights out, everything we do together, we was in all one little group. Um, and then come to like the start of the year where I, where I got closer with Ella and Danny and obviously Yaz come back from Dubai. Weasel, we all just started going out together a lot. They just completely dropped me out. The whole friendship group I was friends with just completely dropped me out. And for me, it was kind of like, well, what have I personally done to any of yous? And if we're going to be adults in this day and age, like it doesn't matter who I'm friends with, surely. Do you know what I mean? Um, I just felt obviously there was a bit of tension between like my original group and to who I was friends with now. And then obviously it all unraveled on the show. What happened? Why I felt a certain type of way? What happened with obviously the divide and stuff like that? So, yeah, it's all to kind of come. And I just in the clip that you saw on Sunday, it was very much me and her going at each other, and it does get yeah, it does get quite quite explosive. So, was there never really an argument off camera between you guys? Was it just that they kind of dropped you out, but nothing was ever said? It's not like there was some blow up row. Or no. Nothing was ever said off camera. It was very much like, well, there obviously is an issue because I haven't spoken to you guys for X amount of time, so let's address it. <laughs> you said at the beginning, like, you wanted to, you were keen to join the show for a long time. But then yeah. you, when you really think about it, it tends to involve exactly what you've just said, like <laughs> falling out with people you've known for a long time yeah. and having to have really uncomfortable conversations in front of the camera mm. and, and and I guess off camera as well. What what really was it that made you want to join knowing all of that? Was it just you loved the show or or what? What was it? You know, I've, I've obviously lived in Essex for so many years. I'm, I've always kind of lived and breathed it. All my friends have always, have always been on the show. So I've always kind of had that kind of just just have that insight to it. I've watched it for years as well. But I think it just come at the perfect time because I just finished doing an Amazon reality show. Uh, as soon as that aired, I went straight onto TOWIE. So it just, the timing was perfect for me because I just done one show, come on to TOWIE, which was something I've always wanted to do because it is very much my day in, day out life anyway. Like I live and breathe the drama off the camera and on camera. So it just kind of made sense and it was the right thing for me to do. How did you find Love Struck High? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And that's very, very different to Towie because we yeah, had... explain a bit about what it is to anyone that might not know. Yeah. So Love Struck High was Amazon's first ever reality show. Lindsay Lohan was the voiceover of the show. And it's basically 15 UK single people from all sexualities goes back to an American high school to find love. So the, for me, it was the first, like it's Amazon's first ever show. It was a first ever mixed representation of LGBT and straight cast. So it was just sounded absolutely brilliant. And going back to school, for me, school wasn't the nicest thing for me anyway. So going back to school, being the confident person that I am today, I was like, this is, this is literally ticking all the boxes for me. So let's just do it. Went and obviously filmed that in not, this summer, last summer, filmed that last summer and had no phone, no contact with the outside world for two, two months we were filming. So there was no contact with the outside. And I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought, I never want Instagram again. I never want my phone again. I don't ever want any WhatsApp or anything because I was in a little bubble and I was away in this little bubble, like just living with these cast members. And I was thinking, I hate half of you. Can't stand <laughs> you lot, but I'm going to just, I'm just going to do it because I'm here to obviously find someone as well. And it was just, it was a perfect opportunity for myself to put my myself out my comfort zone because I'm shit at dating I don't really date if I'm honest so I thought you know what let me just really push myself out my comfort zone and just try something new 
And have you guys kept in touch? Yeah, so the cast, even now, like obviously Love Struck aired at the start of this year. Even now, we've still got a cast group chat. We all still kind of talk now. Everyone's kind of doing their own bits and bobs. People have gone on to do other things. So yeah, it's still nice that the friendships are still there. Obviously, I didn't find love in Love Struck, but the guy that I was coupled up with is one of my really good friends. So it was a, a, it was a great experience. So would you say you're a bit of a reality TV junkie then? If you, you've just too big, well, there's two reality shows ticked off, right? I mean, do you know what? I've literally just come into the, like, I've obviously been around the industry, but I've never had, like, I've never done a show before until Love Struck. So, yeah, done Love Struck. As soon as the first eps aired, Towie got in contact. We're like, we love you and Love Struck. Come on to Towie. So it just worked perfectly. And now I'm kind of in the momentum of things. Yeah, there's no stopping me now. I'm very work-focused and very career-driven. So I'm just going to go for it and do whatever I can. So I'll read the fallout with Amber. Do, do we see a resolve there? Does a friendship kind of, does it become... There's, do you know what? It's, it's, it's hard for me, Bob, because obviously I was friends with her for several, several years. And in the friendship, even when I was friends with her, I did always feel like I was walking on eggshells around her. I did always feel like, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing or not the right thing. Some days she's nice, some days she's not. And for me, it was very much like, on the show, you see you see my emotion come out because there's so much for the years I've kept in and kept in and kept in. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to say what I think. Over all these years, how you've made me feel, I'm just going to say it. And I said it all. And I just think from that point onwards, we're never going to make up. We're never going to be friends. I'm not her biggest fan. And we leave it as that. The awkward thing is she lives down the road from me. <laughs> it is what it is. I ain't going to be bumping into her my local Tesco, I hope not. <laughs> This is the problem with Towie, though, right? And, and 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 are you kind of closing the door on it then? What on her on your friendship with her? Oh yeah, hundred percent. That door is locked, sealed shut. No, I don't think I'll ever be friends with her again. Um, but that's how I want it, and that's how I feel happier with it. Just there's we were friends for so long, and there's so much I kept in, and then kind of I stay on the show. So I'm just yeah, that chapter's closed. And how about the rest of girl banks? Courtney and Chloe have come back, haven't they? Yeah, so Courtney and Chloe come back. Obviously, we was fine. We was absolutely fine. Obviously, I've been friends with them for years as well. Absolutely fine. But yeah, um, we have a bluff on the show as well. <laughs> so was it only Amber you had kind of fallen out with before filming or Courtney and Chloe as well? You hadn't heard from any of them? Well, do you know what? The thing was, Amber was in my, my, my friendship group prior to me being on the show. Courtney and Chloe weren't really in that friendship group. We were friends, but they weren't in that solid group of mine beforehand. So it was more so Amber was, obviously there was an issue there because she was in my oh, actual day-to-day -day friendship group that we was all in every single day. Courtney and Chloe always been fine with them, but obviously, and it would all kind of unravel on the show, there's, yeah, there's tension between us as well. Was filming what you anticipated it to be? Um, it was or did very... you have no idea? I, I mean, I don't know. I, if you... No, honestly, I had, I had no idea how Tally was filmed or how the setup was or anything like that. I had no clue. Obviously, I, all in my head was... I was used to love struck and the cameras were rolling 24 seven. Obviously with Towie is, is very different, but I mean, I personally found Towie an absolute breeze and I absolutely loved it. I thought, is this what I'm getting paid to do? This is absolutely perfect. <laughs> with love struck, it was, we were up at 6am filming and we wouldn't finish till 12, 12 at midnight. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's very, yeah, very, very long days. Whereas with Towie, you go to a scene, you film for an hour, you go home. So it was absolutely sweet. Yeah. And how did you find the trip? Did you enjoy it? 
I yeah, do you know what? I I did really enjoy the trip. Obviously, there were certain cast members that I hadn't ever met before, so I was a bit like a bit wary. But I'm I'm very confident in who I am as a person. Once you get to know me, like we're sweet. Like there's as long as there's no problem, then we're kind of fine. So yeah, it it, it was very much like being thrown in the deep end, and obviously there was it was quite intense being there. But yeah, I loved it. It was like a holiday and just working at the same time. Yeah, like you said, if you've only got to take an hour out of your day to go sit for dinner with someone or something, it was where was it? it was the Caribbean, wasn't it? We went to the Dominican, yeah. I yeah. mean, I got told I got told literally, I think a week before I was going. So it was very I was like, that week was panic week. And I was like, right, let's get everything sorted and go. So yeah. It's lucky though. I mean, that's a nice thing to do for a job, isn't it? To get to travel abroad and do bits and yeah. things like that. You mentioned about being sort of work focused. What is it you want to achieve? I think for me, Stephen, the main thing is. I obviously from my like from growing up and I'm 27 now I like the things I've kind of been through have kind of shaped me to who I am today I was never this person I was never this confident and I was never this kind of outspoken as I am who as I am today so I think for me the main focus is when I look back at when I was 18 years old there was no one that I could look up to in the industry or out in public and just kind of be inspired by so for myself like I come from a Muslim background I'm also Pakistani and my parents don't agree with what I do. We don't have any communication. So I am a one man band and it is me, myself and I. So my main focus is just using my platform, trying to help pe- younger people. Like when I was younger, there was no one I could look up to and be like, oh my God, I get where he's coming from. That's someone I can kind of aspire to be or kind of get, get kind of focused from. Do you know what I mean? So my main thing is, and everything I do is just trying to help other people. And if there's anyone that I can help from, like the gay community, the Muslim community, or the Asian community that can look up to me and be like, what, Junaid's done it. There's no, and, and the sad thing is, and I sat there and said this to one of my friends the other day, there's not one openly gay Asian Muslim reality star out there. And if that means that I've got to take a stance for, for, for them people, because there's plenty of people out there, but they're just not comfortable or open enough to come out. So if I can take the stance and kind of showcase them, it's fine. Don't get me wrong. I've been through my hardship. I don't speak to my family. My family disowned me for being gay. But I still found happiness in the end. I'm still trying to do everything I can to make myself happy and others as well. So, yeah, a bit deep, but that is... No, no, but that's great. And I think that's actually a real important platform to to have. And and like you said, if the, if no one else is doing it, then then and you're prepared to, um, then why not? But like, why do you think that is? people are scared 100% yeah there's 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 a lot of fear in like obviously the religion the the religion that I come from there's a lot of fear as well so people don't want to be that kind of guinea pig essentially to kind of be so open and be so honest and be so out there whereas with me it's very much it's always something I've wanted to do and I've always known from a young age that there is no one out there like me that people can look up to. So if that means I can make plenty of other people be confident in who they are and be open about who they are, I've done what I need to do. But I think also as well, people don't really see that side of me. They think, oh, he's, he's loud, he's proud, he's confident, he's one of them. But there's a lot more to me than what meets the eye. I know there's quite a lot of foundation on, but behind all that, <laughs> there is someone that is very genuine, very honest. And when, when you know me personally, what you see is what you get. It is like, a, I, I do really think, because I have gay, Muslim, Asian friends, but yeah, it is a good point. There aren't, there aren't that many, I can't actually think of any off the top of my head. Um, 
there is a comedian guy i've forgotten his name um but yeah i mean like there are they they do exist so yeah i mean more power to you was that you mentioned at the beginning about school not being a particularly good time for you was that because of that that all combined together yeah like obviously when i was in school I, uh, it was very traumatic. Like I did get like beaten up on a few occasions for being like, well, at that point, I didn't know if I was gay or not. I was 16, do you know what I mean? I didn't know at that time. And yeah, I just went to quite an Asian populated school. So it was very much like, I was very, I stood out because I wasn't the norm of what everyone else mm-hmm. wanted to be. So yeah, school for me wasn't the best of times, but going on to Lovestruck was like the best time for me coming back to school as the new me. And how was it watching Love Struck back? Because obviously, like you say, when you're filming from six in the morning till 12 at night, there's a lot of hours of footage. Yeah. So when you're sat down, compared to Terry, when you're very aware you're filming a scene, I guess it's you kind of watch that show not knowing what's going to go in. Literally, when I, when I watched it back, I thought, oh, gosh, I forgot I said them things. Or you don't think the cameras are rolling and they literally pick up on everything when the cameras are not rolling. I thought, oh, gosh, I would ne- wish I never said that. But... I loved Lovestruck because you really did see me for who I am. And yes, I'm witty. Yes, I'm quite funny, but also I'm a bitch. And you got to see all them avenues <laughs> of me, which I which I really liked because you did see me, you did see my real soft side, and then you saw my real bitchy side as well. So it was it was a lot more natural to say the least. Like we were just kind of going with the flow. But exactly what you said as well. We were filming so many hours a day and it was cut down to like very like. 30 seconds. Did you get to meet Lindsay Lohan? No, well, no, because what the most annoying thing was, so after Love Struck aired, and this was as soon as I went to Dominican with Tawi, I come back, Amazon called me and was like, right, you're going to an event with Lindsay Lohan in LA. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you're the only cast member that's been selected to go. So I was like, right, well, let's go. So literally I come back from Dominican, I had one day in Essex, flew to LA, with Amazon to go to this event with Lindsay Lohan. Heidi and Spencer were there, Heidi Klum, quite a few big LA names. And they was like, right, you're gonna go like talk about Love Struck High with Lindsay Lohan. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, you are joking. What's the odds on the day she didn't turn up? Oh no. no. You did not turn up. And Dang. I was like, no. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've literally come all the way to LA. I mean, I had an amazing trip. I could not complain. I had I had an amazing trip. But yeah, she didn't turn up, so I had to speak about it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to do like a red carpet situation? Yeah, it was like a red, it was like a oh. full red carpet press. Like there's interviews, and I was thinking, no one has a clue who I am here, but <laughs> let's just go with it. Did they, <laughs> did they say why she didn't turn up? No, nothing. It was on the day because we all checked in, they oh. checked into this beautiful hotel in LA. And then there was like, oh, Lindsay's going to be in this hotel. I was like, you are joking. <laughs> and in the morning, like the morning of the event, they, they got all like everything sorted. There was like, oh, she hasn't checked in. And I was like, what does this Just mean? Just turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that oh, sounds like a very Lindsay Lohan kind of thing to do, doesn't it? To be fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh. And the worst thing was I was literally there for three days and I had to fly back obviously, to come and film Towie again. And that was, yeah, it was just crazy. <laughs> at least you got to have an amazing experience in a hotel yeah. and do that sort of thing even if no I mean, one did know who you were <laughs> <laughs> I mean I loved it I felt like a proper jet setter that week flying from Dominican back to LA but it was yeah, you're like this is the life I'm going up on to Lindsay Lohan I'm going to be like and then turns out you've uh, come through for me I'm part of the A-listers what am I <laughs> 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 and everyone's got to have that bump that brings you back down to earth. I, know, I, thought, <laughs> I, I, I sat there, I knew this is too good to be true. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
so are you planning do you think you'll stay on Towie if if the opportunity comes up and uh, or, or what are you thinking I mean yeah I'd love to it's definitely a bit of me and I like I've I'd stay on the show until until they get rid of me, really. So, yeah, I'd love to kind of stay there for however long and see what other opportunities come. Yeah, just wait and see. It's dead exciting, I think, you know, these times when when people start doing all the... Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit jealous, to be honest. No, do you I, know what? I just get to sit here every week with Bob and, <laughs> you know, do I... <laughs> no, you, I love what you guys do. Obviously, you guys have been doing it for so long. I've, I've, heard, of, I've heard of your guys' show for years. So, yeah, no, it's amazing. I think as well, like... For myself, if I fast, like if I go back a year, I was working full time as a bank manager, and now I fast forward a year, and I'm literally living my dreams. So I'm so so grateful. Like everything I wanted and more in the space of a year has happened, and I'll yeah, I'll, I'll be so grateful forever. You're lucky thing. Are there any other reality shows you'd love to do? Yeah. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm like. <laughs> All of them. I laugh because my friends are like Janae. You would never ever, but like. I'd love to do like Dance on Ice or Strict, uh, not Strictly, sorry, Dance on Ice or The Jungle, even though I hate it. Like, if you knew me, I'm the most OCD person in the whole world. One speck of dust, anything, I can't stand it. And my friends are literally, you know, you would cry your eyes out. But yeah, obviously, if the opportunity come along, 100%, why not? Anyone would take it. I don't know, you know, you couldn't get me in a box of spiders or something. Or, really? Uh, oh, my oh. God, I love it. Oh. I mean, I'd be absolutely terrible, but I think I'd be hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> Good television at the end of the day. Yeah, if any of producers are listening. Yeah. Um, well, where, where can we where can we watch Towie? Where can we catch up with it? So Towie is on ITVB every Sunday, 9pm, and it's an absolute amazing series. Well, uh, you've sold it. Uh, <laughs> excellent work. Thank you so much for, for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it, and, and best of luck. Thank you so much, guys. Take See care. Ya. Bye. 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 You're going to go back, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> never say time. never never say never that's what all the Towie cast that's always what say, Towie always used to say back in the day in an interview wasn't it whenever it was, it was always never say never I can I can never. answer for you on that one I think <laughs> um yeah but I mean no I mean it is I mean yeah I guess that's that's the funny thing you, you went from being a bank manager to yeah like you said Dominican Republic to being um let down by Lindsay Lohan so you know it's all, all in the space of a few days. So, you know, if he's living his dream, why not? Absolutely, babe, absolutely. Should we so, do a bit more showbiz gossip? Yeah, what else has caught your eye this week other than Liz, Tr- Liz Trust? Apart from Lizzie, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, but the Osbournes are coming back to the UK and I are have. doing another reality show. Now, this seems quite odd to me because... Times have moved on since when we had the Osbournes on MTV back in uh, whenever it was, 2002, 2003, something like that. Mm. And I remember clips of Sharon throwing a boiled ham over the fence at her neighbour yes. and calling her a C-word. And yeah. um, Iconic. And yeah, all those kind of things. Now, reality TV has become a little... Well, in one way, it's become more refined, doesn't it? But in another way, there's oh, just so much know. more of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I but you, well you, I, I feel like you don't get that rawness that you did with the Osbournes anymore. Any family that would go into it wouldn't just be like, fill whatever and you, we'll just go with whatever. Yeah, I think a lot of reality now, a lot of people, are. It's, I think it's heavily produced and I think mm. a lot of reality stars self-edit as well. Yes, and exactly. are very aware... Whereas back in the day, reality was just that. 
Um, I, I think from what I've seen, I think this is going to almost document them leaving the States and coming back to the UK. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no denying their show was iconic. Yeah. And massive. I kind of think, in a way, open the door for the likes of like the Kardashians, like having 100%. families. I definitely yeah. think the Kardashians was wouldn't have existed without the Osbournes. No, without the Osbournes. Um, I'd kind of be intrigued to see Sharon and Ozzy as nan and granddad because Kelly's obviously pregnant now. I think mm-hmm. Jack's got three. Yeah, yeah, he's got a couple um, of kids. Yeah. So I wonder what Ozzy's Oz like. Is he sat there giving out a word as originals? I mean, Sharon, I mean, Sharon. what a name. <laughs> She's iconic. Imagine if your nan was C-bombing the neighbours, throwing, like, <laughs> throwing the gammon over the fence. I mean, that's the nan everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah, once, but then probably when you have it, it probably isn't quite as good as, you know, my grandma taking me to my swimming lessons or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, but we but... ain't going to see Sharon, I think, sat there doing countdown. Knitting or, yeah. Nah. Um, I mean, I'll definitely watch it um, because, but I do, I do think just by its nature, um, you know, we're 20 years on now, which actually feels really bizarre to say out loud. Yeah. Um, they will self-edit in a way that maybe they oh, would have done yeah. before. Maybe not so much Sharon and Ozzy, but certainly I would imagine Kelly and Jack would be way more aware of what they could and, and couldn't say and do. And this is them, obviously, as adults now. They was, I think, teenagers, weren't they? Like, I mean, they was doing scenes, arguing in their bedrooms, tearing each other a new arse. Yeah, punching each other. And, like, like, it, it was savage. Yeah, yeah, really savage. Whereas, obviously, um, both have gone to have successful careers now. Both are parents. Parents, like, to see yeah. what their dynamics are like. I know they, they've done a few bits and bobs over the years. Mm. I um, saw uh, Jack and Kelly did, like, a a thing not that long ago, actually. And can I just say, how incredible Kelly Osborne looks at the minute. She does look very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks she definitely very, very good. She suddenly, like, sort of um, got really in shape, didn't she, for a while? And um, after after her teenage years, I think it was probably quite a shock looking back and seeing her with, like, you know, her pink hair and her little skull bow things in her hair <laughs> and all that. Singing Papa Don't Preach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually, as a, as a teenager, I must have been a teenager then, yeah. I had a bit of a crush on Jack, which is quite, Did, quite unusual. Like? Yeah. I used to always kind of like those sort of skater boy looking Was ones. that your vibe? It was just a bit boy. sort of messy looking and a bit like... Had the big, chain around the jeans. Loved all that. Loved yeah. like a, a pair of Vans, a pair of chunky Vans um, and, a, and, a, and a baggy jean and it's like a yeah, skatery top. And it's for some reason, yeah, when I was about 17, Jack Osborne to me was like a little heartthrob. Um, about, yeah, it was funnily enough, never been my vibe skater boys actually. I've always really? been more into like a a guy with a skinny jean and like a fitted polo. Yeah, fair. A fair. typical Essex boy, to yeah, be fair. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't venture far. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, actually, my first ever boyfriend was um, the lead singer of our local, <laughs> God, it's embarrassing, our local, uh, um, I guess you call them indie band. He was called James, um, and the band were called Stoned, which, like, I think just sums it up. Sums it up. And did he used to carry a skateboard? I never saw a skateboard, but he did. He used to do this thing called. I bet you did. I didn't either. I just used to like fancy them from afar. Um, He um, used to be in this thing, and I can't remember its exact name, but it was like real wrestling, where him and his friends just used to go and like beat each other up in the woods. 
I can't oh. really remember the details of it. I was about 16 at the time. Uh, but yeah, that was my kind of boy then. I have moved on since then, um, just a little bit. Um, anyway, we've, we've gone way off topic here. Um, topic. The Osbournes, the Osbournes are back and we're dead excited about it, is basically the point. But I want to talk to you a little bit about, I think, some of the best showbiz gossip that has been happening in months. And that is the, the press tour for um, the new Harry Styles film, um, Don't Worry Darling, which yes. I have become bizarrely obsessed with i'm not really that bothered about harry styles i mean other than he's a very attractive man and seems to be very talented i'm in love with him a little bit i think yeah i can see why um but so he got with olivia wilde the director of the film uh while the while they were filming right mm. um that is said to have upset this is all alleged i don't know if any of this is true or what that is said to have upset florence Pugh, who's the um, female lead in the film opposite Harry. The love interest. The love interest. Um, and they seem to basically never be photographed like with Olivia because, yeah, because she was married at the time and it seems that Florence was a little bit like, this isn't really very right, the right thing to do. Then you also you bring in Chris Pine, who's the, like, the actor who... Um, one of the Chris's, you know, along with like Hemsworth and, and all that, um, who <laughs> seems to be spending a lot of the press tour sitting there not being asked anything because there's all this drama going on around their like interpersonal relationship. And then did you see the spit? Yeah, I was just about to say, about? is this the Chris that they were saying did Harry spit in his lap? Yeah. <laughs> so there seems to be this weird thing where Harry went to sit down at the screening where he sort of leans over Chris and hovers just for like a second, even less than a second maybe, and seems to spit in his lap, to which point Chris is like looking down at his lap, he's just like, like this. But in reality, if someone just spat in your lap while you were sitting there, you probably wouldn't just sit there and be like, oh God, again. You'd get up and say something, right? Or walk away or something. Unless it was Harry Styles and he could spit in the lap. In your face, babe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm just obsessed with the whole thing. Like, they've had to release a statement. She's pulled out of doing any of the press now, hasn't she? Apart from the red carpet, apparently she's not, allegedly, obviously, mm. apparently isn't happy to do any promo for it. Well, um, uh, just before we logged on to do this show today, she did post for the first time about the film. I think maybe someone said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to do one thing. Um, in which because she that's in of... your contract. Whenever you do, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been a Hollywood film, but even TV shows, you're contractually obliged to promo and yeah. do press and... Well, and she's a big, big star. Stories. She's a big, big... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah. Um, and she's supposedly she's supposed to be filming another big movie in East in Eastern Europe, which is why she had to leave the press stuff early. But I'm just obsessed with all the drama. Like, who I didn't care about any of these people two weeks ago, and now I'm like obsessed and will probably watch the film, which is also getting really bad reviews. I mean, it's just like one thing after another, isn't it? Indirectly, I mean, it's become even though it's been a strange few days of press the people and the traffic it's going to drive to watch the film <laughs> it's kind of gone full circle so 
actually, as this press actually turned around so much that everyone's going to rush to see it because I think what we're seeing is, obviously, I don't think it's even released yet, is it? No. Here. No. Um, but apparently the fallouts happened towards the last part of filming. So I think people are going to be looking to see, like, by the end of this film, what's the <laughs> chemistry like with these actors? Because, you know, it's like when you start a job with people, you all want to get on, you want to have a lovely old time. Um, by the end, if there's people rowing and uh, there's tensions behind the scenes. Yeah. It, and, and people, yeah, like you said, will be watching for the minute things that maybe come through on the camera. I doubt, I doubt that will happen. But I just think, and also this is Harry Styles' like first big sort of yeah. so, like big film project. He's done little bits here and there in other films, I believe. Um, but this is his first big thing and he's getting panned and you're like, oh no, this is maybe not going quite as well as anticipated. But then I've also read people saying that this is all a big conspiracy to get people to go and see the film. And this is just to drum up attention. So how do you and know what's is, we'll true probably and what's never not. know. But has it been confirmed? I saw the rumour mill, which obviously we know what the rumour mills are, right, saying that um, they're not even together anymore. Yeah. In addition to everything else, apparently Harry and Olivia might have split. Um, so we're sh shit at the fans so bad that, <laughs> that even the relationship's gone tits up. Who I knows? Mean, yeah, who knows? And the thing is with these things, I always think, even if it's not all true, there's definitely going to be like a little minute little bit of truth in there somewhere. You look at the women of Sex and the City, the rumours went round for years that they'd all fallen out. Mm. Turns out it was definitely true and Kim Cattrall was just biding her time to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I doubt with the with sort of this level of, of star, they'd, they'd ever be sort of sitting down doing an interview with Piers Morgan about it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I think the fact that it is likely that something's gone on and I definitely is... want to go and see it like I say I kind of I mean I was never the I was never a directioner is that what they was called yeah 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 um I mean don't get me wrong I love some of their songs mm. but I never followed them religiously yeah yeah um but over the last not even that long the last year maybe the last couple of years I don't know what it is about Harry Styles I just... He's just become a man, just an, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, he's just... And, he, he's, and he's a salt. And he's a him, real I'm salt. I'm like, hello, Harry. But he's not the skinny jean polo top wearing... Uh, no, that's what Essex I mean. Boy. What's going on? Yeah. Um, but that's, Yeah, maybe you just want someone with a big bell-bottom trouser and a collar now, like Austin Powers or something. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I just want a bit of the styles. Yeah, yeah. well, I think you're probably going to be at the back of a queue of about three million women. <laughs> <laughs> And, and probably about half a million men. So um, yeah, I mean, you're it's, there's, there's, you're yeah, not alone well, in that. Don't go um, by in that just yet. Stephen. No, probably not. Probably not. But I'm excited to see where it goes. And yeah, I probably will end up watching the film just because I'll be wanting to see why it's been so badly reviewed and what really went on behind the scenes. To be honest, so um, absolutely. Yeah, dead exciting. Well, what a show! Bit of a different one this week. Um, slight uh, change in the way we do things, but perfectly good. You enjoyed it. Loved it. Bit of politics. Yeah, a bit of politics. Sorry for We're forever we evolving. That. Yeah, maybe we can be the next big politics show. Who knows? We'll be. We'll take on. Um, who are they? Oh, there's a. Anyway, whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, what are you up to next couple of days, Bob? Anything? Next playing? couple of days. Um, Joe, I, I always never know. What am I up to? Open next book. Of weeks? Nothing wrong with I, that. Open book. Yeah, I'm an open book. Air, but yeah, babe. 
Um, I am. I've got my friend. I've got a friend's big birthday on Saturday, so I'm actually. I'm. I'm. Have, I'm saying no to any and all invites this week because I know I'm going to be an absolute mess on Saturday. So um, I'm preparing my body uh, to to be Detox just a vessel for alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> come Saturday. It's got to be done. Um, so yeah, that's that's my plan. So quiet one this week. Um, watching then, the politics on TV, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to know by the time we record next week what, what the hell's going on with yeah, our where we stand. So, uh, yeah, tune in next week, guys. We, uh, yeah. We'll be bringing you politics, <laughs> world affairs, styles. Yeah, the stuff. I mean, yeah. you get it all here at Access All Areas. The clues in the title. We all. Access All Areas. <laughs> all Areas. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>